Hello beautiful beings, welcome to Let's Create the Revolution Together, a podcast about creating new ways to embody yourself as human. If you're here, you're probably well aware of all the shifts that are happening on our planet. Maybe you go with the flow with those changes, or maybe you're struggling to find who you truly are. Either way, this space right here is for you. My name is Marigold Era. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness coach, a spiritual life coach, and a podcaster. I am here to guide you through this reality that we can call the Earth School. I strongly believe that we are here to create new ways to show up as individuals and as collectives, and that every experience that we encounter is an opportunity to grow and evolve. So grab yourself something to drink, make yourself comfortable, and let's jump right into the next episode. On today's episode, I'm very excited to introduce you my very first guest on this podcast. His name is Chris Atkinson. He's a shamanic healer, and he wants to bring shamanism to as many people as he can. As he says, in shamanism, everything is possible and there are no rules. Healing yourself is more than possible. And Chris is here to help people overcome indoctrination. It's time to decondition our mind. The body can actually heal itself. His story is stranger than fiction and I am so glad to share it with you all today. I hope you enjoy it. I'm pretty okay. excited to meet you. So, um, so in your, um, your fill out form, you said that you cannot wait to share your stranger than fiction story. And I cannot wait to hear it. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> you know, I, uh, you, there, there's things that, you know, you know, throughout your life, but whenever, you know, my husband had me sit down and, and write it all out. <clears throat> it's like, wow, that's gonna, that's gonna be difficult. <clears throat> and, you know, it ended up being eight pages long. Um, so it was, you know, but the thing is, none of it is in sequence. It's not in, um, you know, okay, it all started, you know, when I was 11 months old and right. it, it starts, you know, in about the year 2000 and then it goes back and, and, you know, everything that happened, um, there was just a lot of irony. Hmm. Anytime that anything happens to me that's ironic, that tells me, okay, this is, you know, this is pretty big. Mm. And it really, you know, it really has been, you know, and one of the things that scares me to death, <laughs> and I'm not afraid of any, but are uh, hailstorms. Hmm. Uh, in, the, in the last 23 years, anytime that there has been a hailstorm, there's been a major change in my life the next day. Wow. And so, you know, I'm always, you know, I thought about, you know, I watch the weather real close. And if I think there's a hailstorm coming, I just want to get into a vehicle and head in the opposite direction <laughs> and outrun it. <laughs> but, you know, I right now I'm in Albuquerque. Yeah. I've been here uh, since 2017. Okay. Um, visited out here maybe six or seven times before you know moving out here 
and I had my own business. I, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So I had my own business there. I had a uh, property management uh, company. Okay. That I owned, and you know that that was actually going along pretty well. I had been doing that for about four years, but you know after having visited out here about six times and seeing everything and experiencing everything out here, you know I said the next time I come out here I'm going to move here. Right. And so I sold my company and uh, just packed up the truck and moved out here. You know, didn't have a, a job. Well, I don't want to say I didn't have a job lined up. I was still managing my company from a distance. Okay. Until the end of 2017. So, and then I started working for uh, another, as, as a property manager on a com uh, condo community uh, for a while there. But, um, you know, it, it's not why I came out here. You know, I came out here to be a shamanic healer. Yes. And I had been told that uh, so many times it wasn't even funny. You know, my spiritual mother in Columbus, you know, stressed this. I was in a seance and my grandfather, you know, told me this. And, you know, so it's coming from a lot of different directions. And so I finally moved out here, but I didn't, you know, really get into healing I'm always thinking, well, I'm just going to keep working and making money. And, you know, while I'm doing that, I'm going to set all this up, which I kind of did. But I just, you know, th those jobs were just so time consuming that I just didn't really have time to make it a priority. Yes. And so, you know, earlier this year is when I really and truly had really the dark month of the soul. You know, it wasn't <laughs> a dark night. That's it was a dark month. <laughs> I got very sick, um, you know, while that happened, you know, my husband was in Mexico hmm. and, you know, I worked for a company that was, you know, I was able to work remotely, but they were pretty hardcore. So I just let them know, yeah, I'm just not able to work. I mean, just a couple of days I was off and then they said, well, we're not going to be able to continue on. Um, and I said, you're firing me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was highly successful at what I was doing, um, but they just didn't have any uh, tolerance for that. So, you know, I was in bed for, you know, weeks. Hmm. I didn't know what was wrong. I, you know, I was just really struggling. Uh, I, I kind of knew, I thought, you know, this is where the, the line is drawn in the sand. This is the universe saying, okay, if you're not going to do this willingly, you know, you're yeah. the one that chose. Yeah, we're going to force you, dude. <laughs> right. It was. I mean, I was, you know, extremely ill. Uh, you know, I was in the house by myself. And um, <clears throat> one day, and I couldn't sleep. That was the worst part of it. I could not, no matter what I took, no matter what I did, I could not sleep. And so, you know, I'm laying there in bed just, you know, putting it out to the universe because I was too sick to even heal myself. Hmm. I just couldn't even get up. And so I'm laying there in bed and it was like I heard and felt somebody or something sit down on the bed on the other side of the bed. You know, I'm laying to the right and I just flipped over like, what the hell is going on here? And um, <clears throat> it became real clear what was going on there. Uh, it was the Archangel Raphael. Hmm. And from that moment forward, my health started to improve. 
you know, it it still took a while. I mean, I went down to Mexico in April to be with my husband, and I was still um, not right. But, you know, during my time down there, everything shook out, and I uh, started to finally be able to sleep. Hmm. Um, when you don't sleep at all for, like, three weeks, it's... Uh, <laughs> that must be that must be like you're going insane or something and right i felt like i was going crazy but yeah. what i did in that meantime you know i was well enough to get up and around and i started to uh assemble my um my healing space inside the house uh which which i did you know i got a table um you know set everything up you know exactly the way i wanted it uh started taking in clients and um you know really working out extraordinarily well um you know I, i've been doing it you know sporadically before that but now you know it's like okay this is this is full time now yeah like you're all in all in all in yeah. <laughs> there's no you know, you know saying well if this doesn't work out i'm just going to find another job no you know <laughs> in order to do this you know i sold my truck you know, I sold a lot of things that I just didn't feel that I needed any longer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, not, don't have any regrets about doing that. And so, you know, I became, you know, the healer full time. I, I, I created this uh, Facebook group uh, because part of, you know, my mission is to get, bring shamanism to as many people as I can. Yeah. Which, which is kind of a tough task in Western society. I know. Um, <laughs> you've got a lot of light workers out there. I mean, I'm really impressed with the number of people that are doing this or something similar to it. Uh, there's, there's a lot more than I thought there would be. Yeah. But to get the average person to wrap their mind around, you know, I talk to people. Like I've been going to a lot of events and um, you know organizations and you know speaking and so forth. And you know when really my initial push was to heal the vaccinated um, because I myself am not. Yeah. I, I knew a lot of people that were suffering from that, but it's very difficult to get through, you know, to them, you know, in most cases that, you know, you don't have to continue suffering. You know, you can be healed of this shamanically. Yes. And basically become unvaccinated. Well, that's not possible. I said, you have to look at it this way. Shamanism, anything's possible and there are no rules. You know, I've done it. I've, I've you know, unvaccinated people. This, I mean, I'll tell you who they are. You can talk to them. You know, it's, it can be done. Uh, so that's an avenue that I really pursued heavily. And it just, I don't know. The, the information's out there and these people know that they can come to me, but they haven't gotten to the point to where I think they've exhausted all their other options. Yeah. So... But anyway, um, you know, in, in, it's been a long road. So, you know, basically getting back to like the, in the year 2000, um, it was another one of those situations to where I'd just been terminated. There was a hailstorm the day before. The day <laughs> after I was terminated from my position. The hotel that I was managing was sold. Uh, the new owner, they wanted to do it all themselves. So see you later. And so... You know, that gave me some time, and I went to the library. At the time, I was living up uh, on Lake Erie in Ohio, uh -huh. and so I found this book um, by PMH Atwater about near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. She's a pioneer in that field. Yeah. 
And so I just like, this sounds interesting. I'll just, I'll read this. So I read it. And in the back of the book, there was a listing of chapters, uh, International Association of Near-Death Studies chapters. There was one the closest to me was in Columbus. And so I called the number for the organizer and she actually answered the phone. And so <laughs> I, you know, talked to her a little bit about it. She said, you know, have you, are you, are you an experiencer? And I said, no, but you know, I'm reading, I read this book and it's fascinating stuff. I would love to uh, be able to talk to these folks. So they had monthly meetings and I went, I was going every month. My mother at the time lived in Columbus. So I would go down, you know, stay the weekend with her, you know, go to the meeting. And after several months, she asked, you know, hey, do you mind if I go with you? I said, yeah, it's open to the public. So when she got there, <clears throat> you know, we drove together. She got so sick. I mean, she threw up before she went in. She had to leave to throw up. And then she finally said, I'm just going to have to get out of here. <clears throat> and then after the meeting, she said, why do you come to this? To these things? <laughs> it's it's fascinating. You know, this is the kind of stuff I love. And she said, oh, I thought that was because of what happened to you when you were a baby. And I said, I'm, what are you talking about? So she went on to describe how, you know, I died as a 14-month um, child. Wow. Reaction to something, and I was pronounced dead. Um, and probably clinically dead for about 45 minutes, according to. Really? Populations. Yeah. yeah 45 was, minutes is a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Um, you know, I had the, this allergic reaction. She was taking me to the hospital up uh, at the time. We, we lived in Port Clinton, which is next to Sandusky, if you're yeah. familiar with that. Yeah. Uh, there had been a, a snowstorm that had closed the bridge. Uh, she had to cross the bridge to get to the hospital. So she had to wait for the uh, state troopers to escort you know, her across because the bridge was closed. And uh, so then I got there, they took me in. My father, who was also a state trooper, arrived in the meantime. And so the doctor, you know, went out and uh, said, you know, I'm sorry, you know, your son didn't make it. Uh, he, he very likely died on the way to the hospital. You know, there's nothing we can do. So uh, <clears throat> my father, you know, went in uh, and he started performing CPR. And, uh, you know, the doctor said, you know, I'm sorry, sir, but you're wasting your time. You know, he's he's not coming back. <clears throat> so he insisted, my father insisted the doctor assist him. And so he did, and I revived. And they were absolutely shocked. You know, my mother said, they told me that you would have, you know, horrific brain damage after having been, you know, dead that long. And, she, and I said, how how am I just finding out about this? And she said, well, I just thought you knew. I said, how would I know? <laughs> <laughs> I had no way of knowing that. So <gasps> really knew. But nobody talked about it unless you did. Right. So if you didn't know, I guess that's why we never talked about it. <gasps> so, you know, that was pretty, um, that was a major turning point in my life. Oh, for sure. And like, yeah. just, I have a question about that. Like, mm -hmm. do you think that she was getting sick in that meeting because of that experience that she actually went through with you? I, I think so. Right? Think like, so, she yeah. was like disgusted by something that happened to her, like, like losing her child. And then like, 
being like slapped in the face a second time that like right. it's still it's still alive and you're like what the hell like i'm with right. dead like it must be such a mm -hmm. shock like a double one you know <laughs> like a double yeah. slap in the face right she you know may have been reliving that which again i had no idea and so um you know I, i came to learn later when i met my spiritual mother in columbus which this woman is amazing you know the first time i met her the very first time i was introduced to her uh, and it was one of you know my friends who said you know she wants to julie wants to meet you and i was like okay let's go meet her so she first thing she said was you're a shaman and i said news to me but <laughs> okay whatever and then i you know i i then went to another person who was conducting these things that were called infu called infusions never seen anybody do it before never seen anybody do it since but it was an amazing i even i filmed it it was that mind-blowing wow. but anyway the first thing she said to me is oh my god you're a shaman this like okay i've been that's twice now i've been told this <laughs> so um you know that's when i really started to um i mean i had been actually healing people before that but they were just like freak one-offs you know that had no rhyme or reason somebody was suffering some from something i'd either be talking to them on the phone or talking to them in person and all of a sudden they would just be oh my god i don't feel it anymore or whatever and going forward it, it was gone so i was just thought that's quite a coincidence um but that's when i really started to uh you know meditate to journey mm. i mean and, and a lot of things happened at once um it was just one thing right after the next um you know that was about the time i don't know if you're familiar with uh, a phenomenon called missing uh 411 uh that's oh. a david politis um brought that to light <clears throat> and some of the people that are in the group you know are also friends with david i used to be uh uh pretty close to him but um one of my friends was a victim of that hmm. and so i was investigating his case and uh at, at one point i was able to journey to him and actually see him and in another another time you know what i want to know is what's the source of this thing you know because whenever you learn about missing 411 it takes you at least a month to wrap your mind around it because it's just like you know you're you're left with a million questions yeah. and so i want <clears throat> wanted to journey to the source of it and so i did i journeyed into a boulder field and out from behind one of these boulders came this creature i mean it, it I've never seen a Bigfoot, but I imagine this is what it would look like. And it attacked me. And so, you know, I, I pulled out as fast as I could. I mean, I wasn't following the, the necessary protocols. Um, I did not, you know, summon any of my spirit guides for protection, mm. anything like that. So I uh, learned a big, big time lesson there. But it, but actually, it, it scratched my face. I mean, there was quite a... a uh, cut and it didn't heal for the longest time um you know and that's that's when it really hit me that you know this is serious you know this is um pretty serious stuff and, and i knew so much about you know my friend disappearing where he was where he'd be found and so forth and you know 
And I'm telling this to a friend of mine who's a police officer. And he said, you better just stop, you know, because somebody's, we're going to probably, if you, if you keep coming up with all these things and you're right every time, we're gonna, probably going to charge you with the murder. Oh, and, my God. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll step back from it. But I said, I, you know, I can help you guys if you want me to. But, you know, if that's where you think this is going, then, you know, I'll, I'll let you all figure it out for yourself. Um, and so, you know, that was, that was a big event there. Um, oh. You know, there was, a, my childhood was uh, very happy, but there was a lot going on there that was, uh, I mean, when it comes to things paranormal, you know, to me, it's all, all normal. I lived in a haunted house for five years, um, and and that was a trip. You know, I've had you know entities in the home that I'm in now from time to time, but I know how to get rid of them. So, you know, I usher them out. I figure out you know where they're coming from, why they're why they're there. Uh, even you know where I was working, you know, in Albuquerque here, the clubhouse in which I was working was extremely haunted. I mean, it was. <laughs> but it, it was all just startling, you know, mm. it was, you know, the ghost of an old man and um, he would show up at the most inopportune times. Uh, things would come up missing um, and never, never show up again. The, the board president's keys, car keys disappeared, never did find them. Packages would disappear, documents, you know, all of that. And so, uh, you know, it's just been a lot of that surrounding me to where you know the veil around me has, has been extremely thin hmm. uh, but it has been anything but dull right so, I bet. <laughs> right so like so, so when good. like those people that were calling you a shaman like, like did you believe them yeah i mean the the first one i thought uh, i don't know you know I, I don't know what you know what my friend had told her about me or anything but the second one was just someone that we had no one in common, you know, and I was going to her for an infusion because I had been to a paranormal uh, retreat uh, that they have every year in Columbus. And uh, she was there, you know, doing her thing. And I was like, wow. You know, I, I, when you watch it, it's like, come on, you know, this. I don't know. You know, I, I had serious doubts about it, but what she was doing was, you know, seemed like it was producing some interesting results. So I made an appointment with her, uh, did not meet her at the conference. She left before I could. But, you know, I went into her uh, office there and, you know, I went with one of my friends and, and she was like, oh, my God, you're a shaman. It's like, you're the second person that's told me that. So I said, I guess so. But, you know, you're going to have to help me out as far as, you know, you know what who my spirit guides are yeah you know this that and the other things so uh, she was able to successfully communi communicate with my higher self and i got to you know from that point forward you know develop quite a relationship with my higher self and uh you know which which is not if you've ever attempted to communicate with your higher self that yes. can be difficult because you know the higher self is more or less aloof because the problems that you're telling it you're like okay this is minor stuff <laughs> i know right my early self is always saying just forget about it just go with the flow it's easy you know she's like she's mm -hmm. always like flowing it feels mm -hmm. like she has no feet it's just like <laughs> it feels like right. she's just flowing all the time 
Right. She's like a mother with 20 children. Right. Now I understand that is that, you know, you got the higher self and you're not the only child of the higher self. The higher self has got other, you know, parts of of you and and parts of your soul. Yes. The greater soul that they're looking after as well. So it's not like, you know, you have a babysitter up there that's, you know, every, anytime you need something, just say, just say the word. And, <clears throat> and so that, that really started that part to where I understood, you know, even, you know, with a symbol and a name, she, you know, she showed me the sigil for my higher self and said, you know, it's a female entity. Her name is Anza and she's sitting about, you know, this high off your right shoulder. And so she's she's always there, but she's not always, you know, sees over the horizon, has other things that she's responsible for. But, you know, and so since then, I know, you know, what types of situations in which I need to contact my higher self and how to do it. So that's been, you know, that's been a big part of this, too. Um, But, yeah, I'm, I'm really, you know, I just started the group, you know, recently. And we're almost at 100 members, and that's all been organic. I mean, I've not used any kind of programs or apps right. or anything like that. I just, you know, other groups that I've been in for a while, I'm just reaching out to them based on their profile. And, you know, it's it's almost just like a feeling. You know, I'll be going down these lists and see someone, and, you know, and it's working out at a pretty good clip. I mean, I'm... I have about 33% success rate. <clears throat> That's cool. You know, when it comes to people I reach out to actually joining the group. Um, and so, you know, that's that part I like because it doesn't feel like, you know, I don't want to feel like, you know, and, and I'm sure you've been a, approached by, you, yes. know, people, you know, you, you know, what's, what's coming down the road is going to knock you out as far as cost goes. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just want everybody to know that, we're, you know, I'm doing this, you know, be, because I want to get shamanism out there and be, that to be a big part of people's lives, because this is a very important time right now. I know. I mean, we're going through a major, major change, you know, whether you're talking about the Schumann resonance and everything that's been happening with that, the solstice, the uh, the new earth. I mean, we're moving into new earth, the age of Aquarius, the fifth dimension. I, I mean, know. this is a huge uh, uh, point in time I know. to where, you know, you're either going to have to get with some type of, pro- of program or else you stay with the old earth and I'm not sure how, how that's going to work out for you, but it's just making sure that everybody, you know, has the opportunity to understand what shamanic healing is, if they want to add it to their practice, you know, show them how to do that, try to cover every aspect, you know, from the ground up. Uh, just to try to you know get people to shift their consciousness, hmm. yes. not only to heal others but to heal themselves. And I, I, I love it. I love it. I've been so interested in that kind of work for so long, and I have like this huge imposter syndrome that is like always knocking at my door, saying, "You're not a shaman. You're not like everybody mm. sees things. Everybody heard things. Everybody like like it's it's always like uh, undermining." Mm-hmm. the power that I have inside of me I'm I'm not like claiming that I'm a shaman like I I've I'm still like not quite sure but I have like all those books and like I'm always reading about that and I'm always like mm-hmm. like I remember being a kid and like seeing all those things that no one could see and no one could relate and I was like 
I thought that I was crazy. I, and I even ended up in a psych, uh, yeah. because I, I really, I was convinced that I was just out of here. I was crazy. And I had like all those diagnoses, like I was a borderline personality disorder and I had like this bipolar diagnosis, you know, I was like always like diagnosed by psychiatric and like all kinds of people like that. But I always felt like there was something else. And mm -hmm. that this wasn't real. And then I got like in university, I was studying uh, psychosociology and I had this cool teacher and he was actually teaching how to help people with mental health issue in this shamanic way. And I was mm -hmm. like blown away. I was like, shit, that's the deal. You know, like that's, that's where we have to go. We have to stop like putting those people in boxes and just like, yep pen you know like just like break that cage and like see like what's really beneath that you know like oh yeah yeah i mean it you know my mother at, at one point i think i was about 11 years old she took me to a psychiatrist um you know because you know i was a painfully shy child but you know there was a reason for that you know and whenever i, I had my first reading with my spirit mother she said Okay, so I've already stated you're a shaman. I said, yeah, I got it. Um, she said, but you you should be aware, if you're not already, that you do not have the same soul that you were born with. And I said, well, that makes sense because, you know, I had a near-death experience as a right. child. She says, yeah, I, I, I know that. So what happened there was you were a walk-in. You were a soul who wanted to have these experiences, and your, you know, initial soul you know, inhabited you, uh, was ready to go, you know, that was, and so essentially you did die that day and, and, but you had had a whole different game plan and, and it really was, you know, the whole reason, you know, my mother ended up taking me to, you know, a psychiatrist was, I mean, I, I was, I had been abducted since I could remember. I mean, this was like a, regular basis type thing to where, you know, I could remember what was, what was happening right up until the abduction and I could remember what was happening after it. And so what she enlightened me to, and we were able to actually talk to one of my spirit guides who was essentially most of the time my abductor and to be able to learn that, you know, you agreed to this between lifetimes. This is something that you, you know, your soul agreed to, it was a contract, and the stipulation that you wanted in that contract was you wanted to have no memory of what was happening during those abductions. And you said, you don't, do you? And I said, no. I said, I've had, I've had many, like, therapists and whatnot that said, we can regress you so that you can remember. And I've always said, no. I said, I, I, you know, I don't think I have anything to gain by that. Right. You know? I don't feel like a victim. I don't feel like, <clears throat> you know, that my life was ruined because of it. I, I said, I think my life was enhanced by it. And I don't know what happened, but I'm completely happy with the results of what happened. And I'm never going to complain about it. You know, I'll tell people about it. And so, some of the harrowing experiences, you know, that happened just before that and right after, you know, that was, those things were a major trip. Mm. but as far as what exactly happened during those times, I don't know. And I don't want to know. 
And so that was, you know, it was great to be able to sort that out because my mother took me to a psychiatrist because I was talking about some of these things that were happening. And, you know, when I got to the psychiatrist, I even remember what his name was. Uh, his name was uh, Dr. Lesowitz. And, uh, <laughs> he he was trying. He was, and, and I'm just thinking to myself, I, there is no way on God's green earth I'm going to tell him any of this because, you know, who, who knows what's, you know, what the diagnosis is going to be and what I'll have to go through after that. So I said, no, everything's fine. Yeah. I, I just refused to cooperate. And so she stopped taking me. And that was, that was a blessing. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> so like, what, what does it mean to be a shaman? You know, like, I know that you will call yourself like a hero or something, but like, How would you describe being a shaman? Um, you know, it's difficult because I don't want to say it's natural for me, but, you know, I'm not an intuitive healer. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Jerry Wills, no. um, but if you're, if you're not, you definitely should. And if you uh, have access to Gaia, which yes. is a, yeah, look up Jerry Wills on Gaia and, right. and watch him. He will blow your mind. He's, he's in Arizona. I'm really hoping to get to meet him someday. But anyway, he's an intuitive healer. He doesn't heal shamanically. I mean, he just has the ability, and he claims that he's an alien. Um, but he's funny. I mean, he's, he, <laughs> he's a regular guy. He's not the kind of, you know, all his love. And, you know, he's not what you would expect. You know, mm. he's very much a, uh, you know, an outspoken person that says things you wouldn't think someone in his position would just a regular guy. But anyway, yeah, he heals intuitively. You know, I heal shamanically, you know, I've had instances in which I healed someone, what I would say intuitively. Uh -huh. I mean, I brought a man's eyesight to 2020. He had been wearing glasses his whole life. And this was just in the course of a conversation I was having about something else with him about insurance. And <laughs> we went to read his policy I'm talking to him on the phone when I work for Progressive Insurance. And he said, I can't read it. And I said, is it in another language or something? And he said, no, it's all blurry. And he picked up the newspaper. He said, I can't read that either. I said, what is your, you have vision problems? He, he, he said, I just took off my glasses and I can read everything perfectly. And so, you know, I arranged a follow-up a month later, you know, with him. And he said, I haven't needed my glasses since I talked to you. He said, what did you do? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. But, you know, it was funny because I was in Ohio. He was in Cathedral City, California. And the thing that got us talking, you know, aside from insurance, was he owns a string of adult bookstores in Ohio. <laughs> in Ohio. Which I thought, wow. How ironic that you, you know, live in Cathedral City, California, and you own these adult bookstores. Nice, nice guy. But, um, you know, it's things like that that would happen that were like, hey, hey, maybe you should be doing something other than selling insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what it means to me, is it's just something that I chose to do um, before I was born before any of that happened and it's good reason for it because it just feels natural to me hmm. you know I don't you know what I tell people is you know and I give them my card and we, we have talks and say I can literally heal you of anything 
you may not believe that you have to experience it for yourself unless you just got hit by a bus or fell out of a 10-story building i'm probably not the first guy you should call you know we have great commentary <laughs> in this country so you know after they put something together again so to speak, then I can get you there quicker. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the exact moment where we actually need the medical system. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can try, you know, that, that again, we say in, in shamanism, you know, anything's possible and there are no rules. So, you know, literally you can do anything. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's 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 a bridge that may be a little too far uh, whenever you're talking about someone that's all busted up inside <clears throat> well i've heard a of um she was a woman she was a whole lady super cool like living living in the woods and she fell off her horse mm. and she was like in i don't know if she knew she was a shaman but she she was obviously one and she broke her collarbone and mm. like she had like those she had like a well she called it a cathedral <laughs> that she built mm. on her property and it was like so beautiful with all kinds of crystals and like nature stuff in there it was so beautiful mm. and she said that she just lied there in this cathedral and she put crystal on there and she prayed and she she just healed herself from a broken collarbone yeah. mm -hmm. and so when i heard that story i was like well anything is truly possible and we're so restricted in like the way we think and since mm -hmm. our thoughts are creating like what's actually happening like we're limiting ourselves mm -hmm. all the time and so she like she was actually able to heal a broken bone like <laughs> with crystals yeah. like and it was mm -hmm. gone like pretty much the next day it was a, it was broken <laughs> and so i was like well yeah. we we just need to expand you know <laughs> we need to go somewhere yeah. else and I, i think that's where we're going right With it the, is it the, is the, the dimension and like all the shifts that are happening right now i feel like that's where we're going yeah. and i feel like humans have so much potential that they don't understand they have well they spent their entire lives being indoctrinated by you know yeah the medical system You know, I know beyond that even but you know people just believe that hey when I'm sick I need to go to the doctor you know he gives me pills um, and yeah maybe the pills help to address that issue but it also my mother's guilty of this horrifically you know she, she was having an episode this is when we both lived in Columbus and um, you know my stepfather calls me you know I, I was managing the property that they were living in And so I immediately went down there and you know, I'm like, what's going on? He said, she's, said she's lost the grip. You know, she's, I've never seen her like this before. So I went down to her and she was, yeah, she was in pretty bad shape. Mm. So she said she needed her medication. She told me where it was. So I went up and, and got it. And I went down and I said, mother, tell me you're not on all of this stuff that's in this box here. And she said, well, I am. I said, it's no wonder. You know, you're taking how many, how many pharmaceuticals do you think you're taking? I mean, it was it was between 20 and 30. Oh my God! Um, so I, I said, you, you've got to stop this. Um, you know this, and and that's just an example of how, you know, the pharmaceutical companies working in conjunction with the, you know, health system, they're not healing anybody. They're just not. Um, 
and, and it's very difficult to get people out of that mindset. It's almost like somebody that's been playing a slot machine for several hours. Well, I, <clears throat> I put so much money into it, I can't walk away from it. Now. Yes. Um, and, and it's nothing's more difficult to change in someone than their beliefs, even when you have hard facts to, to show them and tell them about. And, you know, that's that's you know, that's the big the big challenge for us. You know, yes. I what I ran into in Columbus, you know, I, you know, knew people that had HIV or AIDS. And I would say, you know, I can heal you with that. But it they, it they had integrated that into themselves to the point where it was a part of them. They accepted their fate. Yeah. And so I had very few takers, very few. They were just like, no, no, this was, this is, I'm supposed to have this. And so, you know, I'm just going to deal with it. Like, your choice. This is your choice. Yeah. Mine. So, you know, that, that's, that's the big thing we have to overcome is all the indoctrination. Yes. And, and, you know, people have been conditioned, you know, what they don't understand is the body heals itself. I know. It heals itself. And that's all, you know, I'm doing as a shamanic healer is, you know, I've got my, you know, uh, power animals and spirit guides that are, you know, basically doing the work. Mm -hmm. I'm just the conduit through which they're doing this work. But really the body is, you know, they're, they're adjusting the energy, adjusting the, the, uh, the aura. And, you know, the chakras and so forth, you know, to get the body in a position where it can heal itself. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of all kinds of uh, uh, supplements. You know, I, even, you know, my dog had a huge uh, thing on his face. It was a, uh, oh, it wasn't a cyst. It was, you know, whenever, whenever your tooth gets infected and yeah, yeah, yeah. huge, I'm trying to think of what that's called. But anyway... Um, I was I was able to you know heal him not only shamanically but you know by giving him black seeds which are black cumin seeds you know in scrambled eggs with some turmeric yeah. on there. Not only did that go away, um, you know he's acts like he's six seven years younger. So you know, <laughs> you, know you enable the body whether it's a human or a, or a dog you know to heal itself, and people just don't see that. You know, no, 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 no. I, I, I can't, I can't. You know, I need my heart medication. I need my, you know, whatever medication it is that they, you know, that they uh, think they need to. Yeah. And all they're doing is managing it. You know, wouldn't you rather just be done with it? That's yeah. What I mean. Well, folks, and it's not easy. It's, <laughs> it's easy. It's like we need to treat the fear before we treat the body, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the fear mm -hmm. talking over there. Like they're afraid, like they're afraid to die without yeah. that. You know, that yeah. they're like brainwashed that they're gonna die if they don't take that that medication. And mm -hmm. and then so we need to I feel like we need to treat the fear before like to sit with that fear of death, you know? Yes. Fear of being sick or fear of like losing someone or not being there for someone or whatever the fear is but i feel like this is where we we have to start with healing yeah. people like that are still like in that mainstream mindset you know yeah, yeah. i've been questioning myself on that topic for so long i was trying to connect with people with 
like the mind mainstream mindset and i was like i was failing every time i was like shit i how how the fuck am i gonna do that like how why am i not able to communicate with those people i have like answers for them i do like truly i know and then they're so closed up and then i was like i gave up on a lot of people in my life that were like close and dear to me because i wasn't able to reach out to them in a way that they were gonna open up to something else they were like so stuck in their own ways their the old ways and mm -hmm. and then like and yeah and while covid covid happened it was like like just like um steroid yeah. like it was like awful and like so crazy and yeah, and then just drove a stake through the heart exactly the yeah yeah and so i went like to live in the forest in yurt with my family and that's where i i felt like i need to i need to address the fear first and mm -hmm. then like those people didn't came back in my life but that's okay because they mm -hmm. they taught me something that i can bring forward to the next one right yeah yeah and, and it's I think it's going to be easier going forward because yeah. you know the people that you know actually make it into the new earth, you know, are, are going to have a far different mindset, way different paradigms than you know those who, you know, choose you know just to be resistant to it. Um, I mean, it's you know, and, and when it comes to COVID, I'm I'm so glad that so much information is coming out now about the truth of, of it all. Yes, uh, that it was all. It, it, I don't want to say it was all a game, but it was all a, a manipulation. Yeah. Um, and, and the COVID itself wasn't that bad. It I know. <laughs> vaccinations, you know, that are doing all the damage. I mean, I had COVID twice, you know, and I chose to have it because I wanted to become familiar with, you know, yeah. the, the virus and what was what it was doing. And, and yeah. honestly, you know, what, what I, t I tell people is I had it twice. Neither one of those times was that bad. And you know, it doesn't even rank in the top 50, you know, times in my life I've been sick. You know, it, it just doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I've had colds that were much more severe. I know. Same. It was, it was nothing. Yeah. You know, the only thing, I, I did lose my taste for a while. Uh, it comes and goes, you know, and I had asthma as a child, which after the, I had, had the second time, it triggered that asthma. So, you know, I had that again, but, you know, that's, that's really been mitigated. Mm. Uh, you know, lately, you know, because of what I'm doing, and my, you know, my husband is a uh, a Reiki master, so that's how we, you know, take care of that problem. But you know, everyone was just so, you know, put on a mask, put on a mask, get vaccinated. You know, I, I lost a job because I did, I refused to be vaccinated. Yes. You know, they said, you know, because I was the last employee, and I was the the manager, I was the last employee to. Uh, to be vaccinated and they said what's it going to be you going to go get it today or, or what i said no i'm not doing it and they said well then we're going to have to let you go it's like do what you got to do yeah yeah you know i think you're making a mistake um and and they they did they made a, a huge mistake in doing that um but you know that's their choice yeah and so, at, at one point you got to be like standing up for the truth right so yeah. no matter what the cost is, like for me with yeah. losing my family, like my like fathers and siblings and like people like aunts yeah. and stuff that were like so like 
closed up to that other reality yeah. and calling me like crazy and stuff. And mm -hmm. that's the cost I, I pay because I, I wasn't working. I'm a, mm -hmm. a stay-at-home mom, so I didn't have to pay that cost. So fine for me. <laughs> but I did pay right. a cost, and I, I feel like everyone that stood for themselves like actually paid that cost, and we just have to see it like as a like a thank you, you know, like thank you, yeah. thank you, life for showing me that these people or that job or that that thing that I was going through wasn't like truly aligned. Right. I mean, it was, it was, it was like a cleanse. COVID, COVID was like, it felt like it was like a, a huge, massive cleanse of all kinds of area. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, a, a destructive nightmare, you know, that it was being made out to be, mm. you know, but it did help a lot of people sort things out. Yeah. And, you know, you had, you had the people like me, that's like, I don't care what you say or do. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting that vaccination. I, I haven't, you know, I felt the same way about um, flu vaccinations. Mm. Uh, have never had one. Yeah, me neither. Uh, you know, I've had the flu a few times, but, you know, again, that, what that does is every time you have it, it helps to build up antibodies so that you're less likely to have it going forward. And, and so, you know, I, I'm not an immunologist, but I knew enough when that was happening. It's like, you know, all I'm going to do is continue to take black seed oil yeah. and, you know, the supplements that I take, which that's to build up the immune system. So it should be able to fight off anything. And that's what I tell people is that, you know, if you're getting sick all the time, it's because your immune system is down. Your energy field is low. Yeah. You need to build that up and that way your body, can, you know, let your body do its job. You know, you got these medications that completely take someone's immune system down. Yeah. You know, and the stress. And and like all kinds of stuff that are like not helping us in some major yeah. ways, you know, and I mean, it was it was a necessary thing, you know, for, you know, people to get change their paradigms, to get out of a certain mindset. Some of them have used it to their advantage and others have not. Yeah, um, you're going to have that. Everything isn't going to be wonderful. But we are headed to a golden age where everything will be wonderful. I know. <laughs> we'll choose to be here at this time for for a reason, and um, you know, that's that's why we're doing all this. Yeah. You know, we, we want to help people to get into, you know, the, the kind of mindset and, and you know, walk away from their belief system. Yes. It, it's it's you know, belief system is like if you ever saw the movie Alien. That yeah. face holder that was on that guy's face. Yes. And your belief system is blinding, not only blinding you, it's it's a parasite and it sucks from you and, and you know, it just fear and doubt, you know, and, and when it comes to, you know, I tell people, you know, when it comes to shamanism, you know, if you are a shaman, one of the ways of knowing that is, you know, you don't have any fear or doubt and you, and you certainly don't fear death, um, you know. That, that's just something that you have to, you know, resolve within yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't fear death. I mean, it's going to happen. Uh, already been through it once. <laughs> I can do it again. <laughs> you call that death? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more to get me this time. Oh, awesome conversation. So your group is thriving. You just started it. 
Mm -hmm. And so what are you doing in there? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a live every Wednesday. Okay. Uh, that's 6, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and it's a, you can watch it in there even after it's over. Cool. Uh, but, you know, I'm just basically trying to get to know, you know, everyone and, you know, make it more interactive. You know, ultimately, we're going to have group sessions, um, Q&As, things like that. I'm just trying to, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, shift into fifth gear real quick. I'm just trying to you know, build it up, so to speak, and, yeah. you know, make sure that everybody's on the same page with the basics, you know, and then just kind of move on into, uh, you know, a little more complex, a little more, you know, out there kind of things. But, you know, the, the nice thing is, is that most, most people that are in the group are already practicing something, you know, whether that's, you know, hypnotherapy mm -hmm. or, you know, energy healing I mean there's so many different things out there right now is you know that you know these aren't people that are like um, vice president of operations of, of like a cereal company or something like that to where you really have to you know this is going to take a lot of work <laughs> yeah but yeah. these are people that already to some degree or or, or better get it yeah. I mean these are folks that have an open mind uh, this isn't new to, to a lot of them, and so it's a much easier crowd to talk about things that you wouldn't normally, uh, simply because, you know, everyone has their own experiences, you know, they have, they're pretty open-minded, and, you know, don't, they're just like, oh boy, here we go again, type thing. So, yeah, you know, that, the group's going well, uh, so far so good, very happy with it, and, um, you know, we're, I think we're going to hit a hundred members today. So awesome. Yeah. Celebration. <laughs> yeah. Get the triple digits. Woo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Congrats. You want to say the name of the group? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a, well, we changed the name of it. It's not a, it, a tribe because, you know, I think that's a little more, um, effective whenever you refer to it as a tribe, but it, you know, it's, uh, Healing with shamanic tools, uh, a tribe for, you know, healers and coaches. And so it's it's really to help people, you know, add this, you know, the ultimate goal is to have them add this to their existing practice if they don't already have it. You know, I, I don't, you know, I kind of shy away from people that are already shamans and, and you know, state that. And it's like, okay, this is going to be pretty pedestrian for you, but you're always welcome to join the group. Yeah. Oh, well, people are surely going to join that group because it's awesome. And I'm, I'm actually in there. Actually, I think so. Yeah, I think so. You are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's going to pick up steam and, and it's really, um, you know, ultimately there, there's a, you know, a six week program that we offer uh, cool. those who want instruction on exactly how to do, to do all this and integrate it into their practice. Um, and that's, you know, really what, you know, part of what we're here for, just a part of it. And so that's, that's, you know, something else that is going to, it's, it's right around the corner is, you know, getting all that put together because it does take time to, you know, to do that. Uh, you, you have to, you know, do these modules, you know, one by one, everything has to make sense and be in sequence and, you know. But but it's but it's fun too. Yeah. You know, this isn't like, you know, learning biology. 
you know, I know <laughs> something dry. You know, this is this is something to where it's there's not a concrete set of you know principles that you know if you stray away from this, the, the, the patient's going to die. You know, you, you have a lot of flexibility and leeway here. Nobody, no two shamans do anything the, the same way. Yeah. Everybody's got their own you know way that things work for them and and so that's the beauty of it is you know you can you can maintain your individuality because you're going to have a different set of uh you know spirit guides and power animals than uh, the next guy yeah i've got you know a, a bobcat well i've got three power animals right now that i'm working with a bobcat a honeybee and a uh, copperhead snake and so that's <laughs> that's kind of an eclectic group. Yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you don't want everybody to be the same, you know, because they each bring something different to the table. Yeah. But, um, you know, and then, you know, you got your spirit guides uh, that, are, that are there to help you too. So, you know, that, that's the big thing is to, you know, make people understand that, you know, intuitive healing is where the person just heals you, you know. Yeah. They just do it. You know, shamanic healer, anybody can do that. You just have to put together a team, a spiritual yeah. team, so to yeah. speak, uh, to do the work. And you're just kind of like the, you know, you're, what do you call that, the conductor. Yes. To get all these people and all these spirits on the you know, same page. Okay, this is what we need to do here. Uh, you know, take it away. And, and just let me know when you're done. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Anyway, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, and I'm really glad that uh, glad to be here doing this today. And thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's it's such a blast to meet all those beautiful people that I want to share to everyone, to all the world. You know, <laughs> like what's going on, and like new ways of living. Because as you said, I feel like. The shift is coming. I feel like the revolution is like right there and we have to just be open to that. And um, yep. I feel like if the more people can share their experience, the more other people are going to say like, oh, okay, that's a way. That's another way. Okay. So, you know, like it's yeah. sometimes we like when we're going through an awakening, it feels, it mm -hmm. can feel like very overwhelming and like that we're not up for the task or that mm -hmm. this is too big of a wave or whatever, you know, but yeah. by having access to all kinds of people that are going through this thing or that have been through this thing and that are actually on the other side and living an authentic, authentic life. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, and everyone, as you said, like every shaman's going to be different and every people, every person is different as well. And so by just sharing all kinds of story like that, I feel like it's just opening the mind to just it other, is. other perspective, you know, and then you it, can yeah. find your own. Right. Right. I mean, it, it's, you know, what, what I try to get across to people is, you know, it's a pretty big deal to be here during the change of ages yeah i mean because the last time this happened was you know over two thousand years ago you yeah. know that went from the age of aries to the age of the pisces and, and and now to be here to go through that and it's it's not pleasant you know it's yeah. not it isn't i mean you know you got to be built for this but you know this is a rare occasion you know for humans to be here whenever this kind of a change is happening and yeah. this is much bigger than the last one i know much bigger. 
this is a whole nother ball game here to where we're moving into a different dimension and that's happening you know constantly and you know like to be uh, right around the solstice until now yeah. you know i just get these headaches that are just like oh my god you know and i rarely get headaches and but but i know that's why yeah I know that's why. it's just you just have to ride it out um and you know some people get or you're getting nauseous you know they're having these different you know tingling sensations you know burning sensations and all this you know that's happening to them mm. it's, you know you're going to have that you know it's a roller coaster ride and you're just going to have to yeah. you know, sit tight until we get far far enough into the fifth dimension to where it's not going to matter anymore you know, everything's going to feel a lot better yeah but, you have to go you have to wait through a little bit of swampland to get to the prime real estate right now yeah and I, I, I as always I always say that every experience we encounter is here to teach us something for us to mm -hmm. learn more and so every headache and every <laughs> tingling and every everything that's happening it's just uh, a call to push ourselves further in that, yeah. into that direction I that's how I feel that's how I, I see it yeah that, that you know everything's happening for a reason you know there's no randomness you know so you know you just have to uh you know make sure that you're protected yeah you know, i've got you know my protector is the archangel michael uh which i just you know sent out the meditation to those who wanted that in the group and so that turned out pretty well but that's that's who i rely on you know and nothing bad has happened to me since yeah He's been there, so you know why change? If it's working, leave it alone. All right, awesome! It was so nice to meet you. Awesome conversation. Nice I loved you. it. Yes, it was. Thank a you for thing. sharing. <laughs> That'll work. And enjoy right. your your day. Yeah, you too. Awesome. See you. Thanks. Bye bye.